Because we're hashtag money woke, folks. We save all our munsies to have a lot of funsies. I really got to thank the folks who came up with my theme song here. Welcome to the Daily Dish, talking about money stuff till my dishes are done here at Greg Chats Cash. For those of you joining the podcast, thank you for joining me today. For those of you catching the live stream on Twitch and Instagram, thanks for joining me there, even if you're catching it later. Of course, it's asking me anything, but if I don't answer your question during the podcast or during the live stream, I will definitely try to get to it later. And as always, let me know what money topics you want to hear about for future episodes. Today, we are talking about that time I got hit by a truck and why the time that I got hit by a truck had such a huge effect on me dealing with my money stuff. But of course, on the Daily Dish, if you are on Instagram Live, it is Ask Me Anything at any time. Just to kick this off, what I want you to imagine is what it was like, oh, I want you to go back in time to 2012. 2012, over a while ago now, and this was a time before we had any type of mandated healthcare insurance coverage. And the reason I bring this up is because I was one of those uh, young and invincible 20-somethings who thought, you know what, in 2012, actually it was like 20-something in 2012, I guess I might have been 30-something. But anyway, uh, my point being is that at that time I thought I was young and invincible and I was like, you know what, I'm in very good health, I can cover the minor costs of your average healthcare expenses in my young age, and I didn't have health insurance at the time. Then the most interesting thing happened to me. Memorial Day weekend 2012, I was coming home from my current job, which was at a local grocery store. I was working at the grocery store and I was on a bike coming home, a bicycle. And I was coming home after a day of work, had my helmet on, which by the way, if I was not wearing my helmet at the time, you would not be seeing me or hearing me right now. And I just gotta say, wear a helmet not because you're a bad biker or skater or skateboarder or whatever it's because the other knuckleheads on the road aren't gonna see you coming no matter how good you are you can't out good some of the bad drivers that are out there and here's my story about what happened on my way home as i was biking home i was on a major road in the bike lane on the right side of the road going with traffic and as I was going, I was approaching an intersection of a side road coming onto the major road that had a stop sign. And at that stop sign, there was a car about to make a left. The car had stopped, had its blinker on, was turning left onto the major road, kind of past me, you know, going left past me. I hadn't yet gotten to the intersection. That car went forward and then immediately behind that car, a pickup truck came barreling down the road, saw that car go, and make that left and thought to itself, you know what pickup truck? I am a fast pickup truck and I am going to go immediately behind that car that made that left and that car stopped. So, you know, as long as I stay close, I probably don't need to stop. And in fact, as fast as I'm going, I'm even gonna cut it a little bit tight. I'm gonna cut the corner so tight that the truck, the pickup truck, ended up in the right lane. So tight that it ended up in the right lane into the bike lane. Where, yours truly, was hearing this uh, truck battling, barreling down on me, looking at it going, uh, because at that time of night we had those daytime running lights. It was a newer truck. This is what I remember anyway. And when that truck came barreling down, I remember thinking, there is no way I can get out of this 
the way of this truck. Uh, I am not going to be able to move out of the way. And uh, so I went up onto the hood of the truck because the truck swerved so steeply to the left that it hit me head on, on my bike. I went up, hit the grill, went up onto the hood. My bike, oh, by the way, it wasn't my bike. It was actually my wife's bike. My wife's bike went under the truck and the truck came to a screeching halt. Um, actually, I think there was some photo documentation of the event. Hold on. For those of you checking out the podcast, you're going to have to tune in at Instagram Live or on Twitch to see the photo. I have it here in my records just for those of you in case you're interested in what it might look like when Greg gets hit by a truck. Yeah, that's, that's the kind of damage that happens. Um... Those of you on the podcast, this is purely visual. You'll have to check it out later. Maybe I'll put it up as a post on Instagram. But what I didn't do when I hit that truck was uh, bounce. Well, I did bounce a little bit, actually. Uh, What happened was I went up onto the hood of the truck. I definitely hit my arm and my head and my side on the truck and the grill. And then when he slammed on the brakes, I went flying back off the truck and landed in the middle of the road. And I definitely remember hearing and feeling my noggin, my head, bounce off the blacktop, the pavement, the asphalt. And I remember thinking to myself in that moment, not thank you helmet, which is something I've thought many times before. I thought, you're in the road, Greg, get out of the road. So I started crawling towards the edge of the road. This is where everything gets completely spotty. In fact, I have memory loss from this event. The event, as it happened, I can remember all of that pretty clearly, uh, shot by shot, up until that moment. And then I have these blackout moments where I only have snapshots of what actually happened next. What happened next? As far as I can piece together from some locals, some friends, some neighbors, but not the guy who had hit me. What happened was, supposedly the guy got out of his truck, came over to check on me and make sure that I got to the side of the road. Then more people started stopping. He jumped in his truck to get the bike out from under his truck, supposedly pulled it back towards the... He got backed it up, got off the bike, pulled the truck down the road that he originally had come on, and then all of a sudden made like he was parking, but then took off down the road full speed as fast as he could go. To the credit of one of my dear older neighbors from back in the day in 2012 Memorial up in Idlewild, California, this lady told me later on that she tried her darndest. She chased that truck as fast as she could, but that truck was driving really fast in a residential area. So this, uh, this, this local hero that I really appreciated and admired and appreciated that she went to that effort just didn't feel like it was safe to keep following him at those speeds. So then what happened was I had a lot of local outreach, but of course I was starting to get my wits about me enough to know... Oh, by the way, when he got out and like made sure I was okay, I don't remember what the guy even looks like. If if you asked me to draw describe him, I couldn't. I couldn't describe him at all. Supposedly, I talked to him and everything. It's the weirdest thing. But when I got hit by that truck, I crawled to the side. People started helping me. Of course, they called an ambulance. I started to get my wits about me enough to recognize, like, oh, wait, I don't have insurance. Oh, wait, I got hit by a truck. The guy left. Oh, wait. If he's gone, who's going to pay for this? So, in the small mountain town where I lived, I figured out that, oh my gosh, if I'm going to get in an ambulance and go to one of the local hospitals off the mountain, 
it is easily going to get cost me thousands and thousands of dollars just to get from the town to the hospital in that ambulance. So, like the knucklehead that I am who uh, has way too many... I'm one of those guys who took way too many first aid classes and therefore doesn't practice good self-care. This is definitely a symptom of some of us who have taken medical classes as we think we know how to not go and seek further medical attention because of our quote-unquote expertise. But what I did instead was I went home that night and uh, a kind neighbor put the bike, the mangled bike and the mangled Greg into his truck, drove us the ha block and a half back to our place, we stayed there, and after we refused the ambulance and all that stuff, and we stayed there and did self-care all night. And of course, we were very aware that we probably had a, a, a concussion, and that's when we started talking in, um, you know, first-person plural. Uh, then what we did was we asked a neighbor to help us with some of our bandaging and stabilization, because I wasn't sure if everything was broken or not, but I wanted to stabilize, and I figured... Oh, it's Memorial Day weekend. I'll just wait till the doctor's open on Tuesday. So when the doctor is open on Tuesday, as you can imagine, those who care about me when I get hit by a truck on Saturday do not want me to wait until Tuesday before I seek medical care. So the very next day, I was prompted by some dear, dear loved ones to get a ride from a neighbor down to the... Oh, by the way, I stayed at home by myself that night. I just didn't tell everybody. Uh, but by my uh, dear friends and family to... Uh, and by my dear neighbor to go to the hospital. As it turned out, I had significant concussions. Well, just one, I guess, because I only have one head. A very significant concussion and serious tendon and nerve damage in my right arm. Somehow, I did not break a single bone in this event. I credit the helmet and my years of falling down from rollerblading and skateboarding and biking as a kid and as a young teen, and oh, probably way too often as an adult as well. But when that all went down, while I was at the hospital, I had to go to the emergency room, I had to get some x-rays, I got some scans here and there, I got some doctors, I got some expertise, and then I got the bills. So before the bills came, as I came back up into the town, um, the idea of finding the guy and becoming an amateur detective crossed my mind many times. What I later found out is I had a lot of luck and support, and this is where the financial story comes in. And I know it's been a long and rambling story, but up until now, besides the fact that I've been talking about denying health coverage because I was worried about the bills, what I am seeing now is I, at first, was trying to find the person in a large part to hold them accountable for the accident, but also for the money that I was gonna have to pay because of the accident. What happened was I spent too much time, but probably just enough time, learning and trying to figure out if it would ever be possible to find this guy. And what I learned was I had better ways to spend my time and energy. And I gotta tell you, when it comes to financial situations, the support of your friends and the community can be huge. The local community that I lived in showed a great outpour, just like at the accident scene, showed a great outpouring of support the market I was working at did a collections jar. My dear boss at the time, I was an hourly worker, he gave me paid time off, uh, which was completely not part of the deal and was totally 
like just out of the kindness of his, their heart. So I really appreciated it um, because it made it so that uh, I had two weeks of recovery time, paid bills, and was able to cover some of the medical costs because of it, right? So the other thing that came into mind is this does not happen to all of us. This is not a situation that all of us can rely on, that we have a community that uh, goes to bat for us along the way. And this is also where the story started to turn. As I was there, we were also in a transitional part of our life where I moved from that town that same very, very same year. So for one, I felt a little bit guilty because they helped me out and they did all this stuff where they, you know, ba- you know, helped me with my medical bills. And I'm like, thank you. I love you all. Peace out, homies. Uh, but it's okay. It's all good. No stress, no guilt because they, they saw us, you know, moving on in life. And that was just part of it. But as I moved on in life, I moved away from that area. I also changed addresses. And this is where the financial tale gets interesting again. Because as I changed addresses, and as I was paying off the medical bills, and as I sent to make sure all my forwarding addresses were happening, the, there was some parts of my medical bills which didn't get forwarded. And here's why. Sometimes in medical situations and in emergency situations, different parts and departments and people in the medical organizations and uh, hospitals and... Uh, Uh, Doctors and programs that you work with may all charge departmentally different and may have different charges for your health care along the way. So while I did have an emergency room bill, I also had the doctor's bill and I also had the x-ray bills. And not all of these bills ever found me because the previous address was a P.O. box and not a physical address. And then I moved. And even though I did my due diligence calling the hospital... Two of the bills never found me. I moved, and what did they do? A couple months later, they put them into collections. All of a sudden, I get collections, and the day, you know, a collections agency is going to, you know, work their butt off to try to find you and make some money on you. The day I received that notice, I realized, wait a minute, what the heck is this? I contacted the hospitals immediately and didn't deal with the collection agencies at all. So, therefore, if this is another quick tip from my story, if at any point you ever have stuff that has or is going into collections and just recently went into collections, you can absolutely contact the original lender or the original healthcare provider in this case and negotiate and work out payment plans and deals with them. And so this is what I did. I called up them immediately and said, you need to take this out of collections and not hurt my credit card or my credit report and my credit score. I have the money to pay for this. You did not try to find me. But of course, this involved many, many minutes, if not hours, of hanging out on hold on phones. Once again, big part of the financial game, folks, is figuring out how you can be a boss about being on hold with some of these financial companies. And I say be a boss because you can find like six or seven other things, like doing the dishes while you're doing this. What if you did one phone call, one financial phone call that you put on speakerphone every time you did the dishes? What could you possibly accomplish? There could be a lot there. As I figured out that medical hack and made sure to pay the medical provider and have them actively remove any of those credit uh, dings and the credit collections so that it didn't hurt my score, that was around the time I started hacking my credit score, which you and I have talked about here before. But of course, 
If there's any other subject you want to hear when it comes to credit stuff, let me know. As always, it's Ask Me Anything here and other points. By the way, there's a couple comments coming on on the Instagram Live, and before we get to that, I want to thank our sponsor today, which is Your Time. Your Time is our sponsor because Your Time is important to me, and I appreciate Your Time, so I'm not going to waste any more of Your Time with a sponsor that I don't have. But someday, maybe I'll put a sponsor in here, and then, you know, I'll get paid to do my dishes. Wouldn't that be amazing? Ladies and gentlemen, a couple more comments coming in from the Instagram live stream. Um... Yeah, sometimes, oh, by the way, uh, uh, he, he was mentioning that sometimes injuries like my tendon and uh, my, my, um, my tendon ligament injuries are often worse than bone injuries or um, my concussion. Yeah, these can be worse than bone injuries sometimes. In fact, I still have a fun dent in my arm. Those of you on the live stream, you might be able to see it right about here. You can see the dent in my arm. This finger doesn't go all the way up. That way anymore. Anyway, uh, yeah, really captivating audio for those of you there. Uh, just a couple other things on the feed. Just want to make sure that people are filling in from the cash chat, Greg Chat's cash community. Kevin mentions good news about his credit score. It jumped up 20 points recently. Way to go, dude. That's fantastic. High 600s, low 700s now. Slowly but surely. Lance Tyler mentions, yes, happened to me with my cell phone bill. Found it on my credit report through Credit Karma. Had it paid and removed the following week. Ladies and gentlemen, I cannot stress this enough. Just to wrap it up with a quick credit tip. Every single person, annualcreditreport.com, once a year, free credit report from all of the major credit reporting agencies. You can get them for free only from annualcreditreport.com. It's the only place you can go legally that they're going to get. They're going to try to sell them to you and stuff like that. But... By looking at that report or by using something like Credit Karma, you can find out like, whoa, that didn't happen. That's paid for. That's done. And they legally, when you contact them, when you're doing your dishes and you're like, hey, you got to change this. They legally have to take action. They can't sit on their hands and be like, you have to change this. So I highly, highly recommend checking your credit reports to boost that credit score. Because, you know, if you want a good job, if you want to rent uh, buy a house someday if you apply for a car loan you know, like student loans all that stuff but that has nothing to do with getting hit by a truck once again where'd that picture go don't forget it can be a very painful event i'll make sure that y'all keep this in consideration this kind of getting hit by a truck is no fun you see the little bike there the little bike i was riding the bike at the time it's it's my wife's bike um, those of you on the, um, on the, on the podcast, you're gonna, you're gonna have to get some Instagram going or, uh, or Facebook, uh, Twitch gamers. Where you at? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining me on the stream, on the feed, on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Coming up this month, I'm going to be meeting a whole bunch of people and we're going to have some interviews coming up and we're going off to FinCon, a financial convention in Orlando at the end of September. And hopefully, we're going to get some in-person interviews going on there, too. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thanks for joining me on the podcast. Please, if you've, uh, is this your first podcast? Let me know. Say hi. And thanks for listening. Come back anytime. Is this your seventh podcast? Do you like it a little bit? Do you like it a lot? Hit the, the thing with the stars and the, the like and the subscribe and all that stuff. And, of course, all the media that is social at Greg Chats Cash. Have a wonderful day.